0: You know what my move would be if I was a Turk? To fire yeah. you, to fire you—that'd <laughs> be my very first move. I'd walk over to you and tell you pack your bags, buddy. He was on the other side of the field, but I could see his bad haircut that Harb's roasted him for. <laughs> Sorry, brother. Everyone has their bad hair days. Anyway, he's coming. I've
1: f- had bad hair years. Yeah, and who are our specialists? <laughs> ah, 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 ah! Good one, huh? Yes, so funny. You're hilarious. <laughs> Welcome into the lounge. It's an exciting week because we've debated this stuff for months now, and we're probably going to get some answers on Saturday. It's roster cutdown week, Garrett. It is. Uh, this is actually one of my least favorite weeks of the year. I mean, sure, yeah, I feel for the guys who get cut. No, I, but yeah. you got on the flip side, I feel good for the guys who make it. I, I, I and it's I, interesting. Well, it's interesting, and now you get
0: answers to the questions that we've been debating, like you said over the past several months. I just. After the game on Thursday, first of all, the game on Thursday, you know a lot of these guys are gonna play and then they're gonna be gone. Yes. And then and then on Friday, it's just so eerie feeling. It's one of those days like when I walk around the building, I try not to make eye contact with anybody. Like when I walk by the locker room and you see a guy walking out with a big old bag, it's not a good feeling. No. You don't like that.
1: You could be the Turk. You kinda have a creepy kind of vibe <laughs> about you. Like you're oh, yeah? very grim reaper ish. I could right. see you making a good Turk. Joe, Joe Douglas was a Turk back in the day. Look at him now. He's yeah, a GM now. He's a GM. I think that's in my future as well. You know what it's my move You
0: know what my move would be if I was a Turk? To fire yeah. you? To fire you? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be my very first move. I'd walk over to you and tell you pack your bags, buddy. I wouldn't be nice about it though. How? Everyone wow. else? Everyone heartless. else? Heartless. Everyone Turk. else? I would. I would have heartless Turk. You know, I would have sympathy for you. Pack him, buddy. Don't <laughs> let the door
1: hit you? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, we've got some good, uh, we've had some good questions. Well, it's because we made the t-shirt offer. That's true. Uh, yeah, let's that's not, that's <laughs> not sugarcoat sure this. We know. You're in it for the freebies. I don't blame you. I'm a freebies guy kind of myself. So uh-huh. uh, go ahead, Garrett. Give me, give me the first one. This one comes to comes to us from Ryan
0: Cortez. And as always, you guys can email us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. So here's a question from Ryan.
1: Aloha, Garrett and Ryan. My name is Ryan from Oahu, Hawaii. I'm a big fan of the Ravens, but a big, big, big fan of the podcast. Keep up the good work. I have two questions for you today. Number one, where
0: do you think the team's biggest weakness is? And two, can we afford to lose Judon in free agency next season? Thanks for the time, boys. I'll be at m and Bank Stadium for the Browns game September 29th, an early birthday gift from the lady. I look forward to seeing you all, and I can't wait for the start of the season. Let's go! Before we answer his question about the biggest weakness on the team, I just got to read the text of this email, too. Yeah. He says he's from Hawaii. He went to his first Ravens game last season. It was against the Steelers. I was there early for pregame warm-ups. I met Garrett and shook his hand. So what's up, Ryan?
1: Dead Uh, fish handshake.
0: (laughs) No, firm. Firm, strong handshake, strong. <laughs> Shortly after, I started looking for Mink. He was on the other side of the field, but I could see his bad haircut that Harb's roasted him for. <laughs> Sorry, brother. Everyone has their bad hair days. Anyway, he's coming. I've had bad
1: hair years. Yeah,
0: it's been more of an era. It's been a bad hair era for you. Um, he's coming to the Browns game on September 29th. So, anyway, his question uh, biggest weakness on the team right now? Uh, I would say right now is probably the pass rush. You, I just, would, you just you just agree
1: with it. You just don't know. Uh, a lot of unproven commodities there. Yes, I would say the pass rush. I mean, the wide receiver unit. I would say has a lot of question marks because it's really young, and you're looking at two rookies, perhaps having very big roles within it in uh, Miles and Hollywood Brown. So that comes with question marks just because they're rookies. Yeah, improving it. I like both players. I think they're they are going to be really good, but they haven't done it before. So. And I also am not super concerned because I think this is going to be a run heavy, tight end heavy offense. So I don't think ride receiver, you know, is the biggest, most important position on this team. Offensive line, left guard position would be my other spot that I point to still. I mean, you don't want to go ideally into the first regular season game and have John Harbaugh still say, we don't have our guy yet. We don't have our starter. You know, that's not ideal. Um, but I think the Ravens will be fine there. I'm not overly concerned about it. Um, so I'd probably point to the pass rush being my chief example, my chief yeah. weakness right now. But they'll figure it out. Um, Wink Martindale is a smart guy. I think the Ravens will have a bunch of guys who get – three to four sacks this year. I think collectively they can, they can withstand those losses. Yeah. Um, and they have a really strong secondary and that's going to help the pass yeah, rush for
0: sure. For sure. And then on the offensive line, the good news, bad news with that good news is it's the same offensive line from the second half of last year. And the Ravens ran the ball better than any team in the NFL and yep. had a lot of success. Yep. So that's the good news. The bad news is they struggled against the chargers and the offensive line, the interior of the offensive line was a big reason why yep. in that playoff game. Yep. And so that's the bad news there. And it's the same group for the, both the positive and the negative. So, um, you know, I, we'll see. I think that is still a big question mark. Yep. More uh, questions. Let's uh, jump into another one. You would just want to get all these questions off the top before we oh, hit, it, oh, hit it the 53-man roster.
1: Oh, did we even say that's what we're doing?
0: That is what we're doing. I mean, if anyone clicks in, it? if everyone taps into the, the title, it says, Making Garrett Predict their 53-man roster. Yeah, okay, I just want to make sure. Um, <laughs> also, little plug here. Little plug. Make sure you enter the You Pick the Team contest presented by MedStar. This is a great deal. So... If you, all you do is you make your submission for your 53 man roster and whoever gets it closest to right or hundred percent right. If you or, listen to us, you'll get hundred percent right. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to have the same one or not, uh, but you get lunch here at the facility with GM Eric DaCosta. It's pretty cool. It's
1: awesome. Yeah. And you know, I don't even know if I've ever had a one-on-one lunch with DaCosta. Uh, yeah, I, I have not. played a lot. Of, I played some soccer with him. Yeah, I have not had a one-on-one lunch with him. Scrappy athlete.
0: And the way the contest works is that whoever gets closest uh, or the perfect one wins the contest. And then if there's a tie, say multiple people get the 53, then it's whoever submitted it first. So yes. a lot of people like to kind of wait. You know, it's open till Friday at noon. That's when the contest closes. A lot of people like to say, I'm just going to wait it out, see how the fourth preseason game goes. Okay. Generally,
1: that's not a winning strategy.
0: Yeah, because... You wait it out. You may find that a guy gets injured in that fourth game. He's not on the team. True. That's the benefit. Or a guy guy gets traded or something like that. But you submit it early. You have a better chance. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Before we do that full fifty-three, here's another question from Benjamin. Benjamin says, "I've got a question regarding the receivers on the team. There's a lot that I've read about Antoine Les- Wesley, Seth Roberts, Jaleel Scott, Michael Floyd, but I don't hear anything about Lamar Jackson's old teammate Jalen Smith from Louisville. Is that because he's not as good as the other receivers, or why is that? Is he a guy who could land on the practice squad? Also, sure, he's yeah. one Swedish Ravens fan. He's from I like Sweden." That.
1: Uh, well, you know, I have family in Norway, and that's a little bit of a rivalry, but oh, wow. I have big respect for wow. Sweden. guy who doesn't like Sweden. Sweden. <laughs> I Anti- love Scandinavia. Yeah. I'm just pro Ant- scandinavia
0: Anti-Swedish uh, guy. Sweet.
1: <laughs> I, love, I like their fish. Okay. Oh, Swedish fish? You get it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I get it. Bad
0: joke. Bad pun. Nice.
1: <laughs> um. Anyway, short answer on this one. Yes, I don't think that Jalen Smith has played up to the level that those other guys have, not that he's played poorly, I do think that he's played well enough to consider uh, warrant consideration for the practice squad. But that's going to, in part, depend on what other guys go on the practice squad. I, th- I think that, and who goes on the fifty-three. I think that Antoine Wesley probably won't be on the fifty-three man roster is an ideal practice squad candidate, uh, and I probably say the same for Modster. Mm. So, you're you're probably- gonna, so you're not going to, so you're not going to keep three wide receivers. I don't think on the pra- on a ten man practice squad,
0: right. Alright, last question. Uh, This one comes to us from Tisha Gillespie.
1: Hey guys, Tisha here from Northern Virginia. My husband and I are avid lounge listeners and have been for several years. I have a twofer for you today. My first question is, I am drafting my fantasy team in a few days and want to know which Ravens offensive player makes it on your fantasy roster if he's available. I, of course, always draft the Ravens defense and Tucker when he's available. They've never let me down. My second question for you today is where do you think Patrick Ricard's impact will be felt the greatest, defensive line or as a fullback?
0: All right. So what do you think? You're the fantasy. You like to talk about your fantasy well, prowess. That's I'm good at it and you're terrible. How many championships have you won? I won one last year. Oh, <laughs> see, I left I, did? The, I left the league. I won, and won now one of my you- three. No,
1: I did not win the one that you used to be in that, oh, okay. you, that you exited because you're so terrible. Slash you got kicked out.
0: <laughs> I didn't want to be in that league. So bad you begged me, home. you begged me for months to join that league. Get back in. Come on, man. We need you. We need you. We need didn't you. And you I was like, dead
1: last in your and, and I
0: was like, I'm out.
1: Didn't you finish dead last in your league? I did league? finish
0: dead last in <laughs> your league. It wasn't and good. And what
1: was the punishment for that? I had a full What'd day, full
0: day in a flamingo costume.
1: Hopping around bars. Yeah, it's terrible. And then and then texting me, because I'm getting pictures of this. Texting me, do not put this out. Don't put this out. I'll kill you if anybody sees the Flamingo costume. And you listened. Anyway, you know I'm a man of my word. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> to Tisha's question. Yeah, well, what was the question? <laughs> it was, F- fantasy. I was well, Yeah. Uh, I, I love Mark Ingram this year in fantasy football. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be an absolute stud. We had him on the pod. You told him. I predicted 1,700 total yards. Yeah. He thinks he's going to go over that. Ooh. Yeah. So it's a pretty good year. Yeah, that's what a about, really good year.
0: What about the other mark on offense?
1: Oh, Mark Andrews is a great sleeper. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can be had around the eighth round in the 12-team league, something yeah. like that. I think he – I bet he could lead – I hate saying it, I bet he could. It's so weak. Yeah. You know what? You know what? <laughs> I bet he will lead the Ravens in receptions this year. All right. Um,
0: and then Lamar Jackson is, I think, a really good – intriguing option as a fantasy quarterback because he's going to get you rushing yards. He's going to get you rushing touchdowns. He's not going to obviously lead the league in passing. Oh, I love Lamar. as a fantasy, quarterback. but as a fan dual threat quarterbacks have a long history of being successful fantasy yep. quarterbacks.
1: Absolutely. Deshaun yeah, Watson's and- always near the top. Russell Wilson has been near the top. Um, I'm reaching around early. To get Lamar. I'm like scrolling down, you know, to see, like, he's not in that initial window. You uh know, you got to scroll down a little bit. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, he's supposed to go in the ninth. I'm taking him in the eighth. That means I'm taking Mark Andrews in the seventh.
0: No, you, you just, it's like the Ravens' bump. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, especially if you're in a league with other Ravens fans, then you're down. I know that's the one moral. thing that,
0: like, you know, you think of a guy like Lamar or whoever, and you're like, oh, no one's going to think about taking Lamar in Baltimore. If you're playing with people in Baltimore, exactly. everyone's going. Kind of sucks. That's yeah. why I
1: like being in a league with people that aren't Ravens fans. Yeah, I get all I scoop up all the Ravens. Yeah, deals. that's
0: why you keep winning your league. You keep you play with people. Yeah, I play with these people who aren't football fans. Nobody's a football <laughs> fan in this league. It's great. I win it every year.
1: <laughs> uh, anyway, there's another question from Christopher Gillespie. Uh,
0: family affair here.
1: Family affair, yeah. <laughs> right. I think they're just really trying to Get increase nice. their odds of getting a T-shirt. Right. So, Christopher, he had a good question about trading RG3 to the Colts. I don't think that's going to happen. But something I, I thought about, too, when I yeah. saw Andrew Luck go down, I doubt that it's going to happen because uh, the Ravens really like RG3 as their backup. Yeah, I don't think they want to trade him. I th- I look at more of the Texans and a running back. The Ravens have a crowded running back room. Could a guy like Kenneth Dixon interest the Texans?
0: Well, let's. All right, so now we're getting into who's going all to be the answer. Yeah, let's, let's let's get into it. Um, we have kind of discussed this. I don't know exactly where you landed on some guys, so let's start with quarterback.
1: Well, it's a big one.
0: Yes. Are you going with three? Obviously, Lamar Jackson, RG three on the team.
1: No, I'm look- going. to... Trace not on the team. Not on the fifty three.
0: And I put him on the fifty
1: three. Well, I'm glad we have some
0: differences. We started with a difference here. I think Trace McSorley is one of the toughest decisions on the entire yes. roster here. Uh, the reason I put him on the 53 is I feel like he has done enough in the preseason to show that he has some serious potential uh, on this team. I, I think that there's always but, mm-hmm. there's a risk when you cut him. I, I don't think another team would sign him to be the backup for them, but I do think there's a risk with trying to put him on the practice squad. Okay. I also think then that
1: what, what then. What, somebody's going to bring him to be their number three on their active roster, you think?
0: Well, if he feels like, if the Ravens were to cut him and another team feels like, hey, you know, come here and join this practice squad, we have a young quarterback who, we, maybe their quarterback situation is less settled than it is here in Baltimore. And he wants to go there and have, it feels like maybe next year he has a chance to compete for a starting job or, or whatever, compete mm-hmm. for a backup job. The quarterback situation here is settled. Mm-hmm. You know, for for years to come. Oh, teams could say whatever the heck they want to say. Oh, you
1: come here, you're going to be a starter next well, year. Well, the the other
0: reason I put him on the 53 for me is that Robert Griffin, look, he has not he obviously didn't play, play at all in the preseason. So, I'm just a little bit nervous if you were to go into the season and not have ah, Trace on the roster.
1: Here's my thing. I think Trace McSorley knows that in the Ravens offense, that's that suits him best sure. than uh, than any other offense. So, I think the Ravens try to get him through on practice squad. Um, so we got a big difference. All right. Wide receiver. Uh, I think we all, we both have the top four there. We both have Willie Sneed, both have the two rookies, Marquise Brown and, uh, miles Boykin. We both have, uh, Chris, where is he at? Why am I? Why am I? Chris Moore. All right. Do you have Seth Roberts on? Yes. Me too. And then do you keep a sixth wide receiver? And if so, who? Jaleel Scott. Same here. Okay. So we have the same six.
0: The reason I left off Michael Floyd, who I think has come on strong, had a nice touchdown catch last week. Um, I think it kind of comes down to the Ravens' deciding between Michael Floyd and Seth Roberts. Agreed. More than a Jaleel Scott, because Jaleel Scott's going to give you some special teams there. Um, Floyd, I think, has impressed me as of late. Seth seemed to be clearly ahead of him early Seth on in is training camp.
1: listed as a starter on our depth chart right now. Correct. Correct. <laughs> So that's why I have Seth ahead of him. They scooped him up for a reason. He's a they good, signed him early, too. Yeah, he's a good uh, slot receiver. He is a good blocker. I think he, he does a number of things well. Um, yeah, so I have this same six. I do think that uh, Antoine Wesley, like I said, will be a good practice squad candidate. Running back. Yep. Do you keep four? Yep. Okay, so we're both keeping Mark Ingram. We are both keeping Gus Edwards, Kenneth Dixon, and Justice Hill. I am.
0: Yeah. I think with Kenneth Dixon, it'll be interesting. Does he play on Thursday? Like, that is one thing where you, if there's a benefit to waiting to fill out your final 53-man roster, let's say Kenneth Dixon doesn't play on Thursday. Do you feel like he's definitely on the team then?
1: The other possibility Uh, could be a trade. Right. You're saying that they hold him back just so he doesn't get injured because they're looking for a trade? No, no. Or that he doesn't play because they don't care because they're going to cut him anyway.
0: No, no, no. I think if, they're gonna, if they were going to cut him, they would probably just play right. him. But I think if they feel like they want him on the team, they don't play him because oh, you protect him. Right, right. Uh, or you could not play him. The other possibilities, you don't play him because if you were looking to trade him.
1: Right, you don't want to go So,
0: so that's what they I'm saying. Maybe you
1: don't know. You can – You can. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, I, I think that running back, they're going to run the ball so much this year yep. that you don't want to leave yourself open to, let's say, Mark Ingram were to go down, knock on wood that he doesn't. Uh, you know, Gus, I think Gus and Justice could carry the load, but I'd feel better if Kenneth Dixon were there. I've always liked Kenneth Dixon. I think he's a really good runner. I I just don't want to be short-handed at running back in this offense in particular.
0: I think that he's shown he's looked good during training camp. He's looked good over the course of his career when he's been on the field. Yeah. As we've said a million times on here, having him on the field has been an issue because he's yeah. been hurt or suspended, but he's but he's been good when he's been on the field and you have to think long and hard about getting rid
1: of good players. And Gus, Gus takes a beating yeah. out there. You don't know. You never know when he could Get something hurt. could happen to yeah, him. Yeah, he, he runs. I mean, he runs very violently. His style.
0: He, he delivers violent. a lot of punishment, and he takes a lot of a lot of punishment yes. as a runner.
1: Yes. Uh, tight end. Uh, I think we both are on the same page here. Mark Andrews, Hayden Hurst, and Nick Boyle. Yep. Uh, Charles Scarf, who's an undrafted rookie out of Delaware, I think that he could be a practice squad candidate. As could Cole Herdman, mm-hmm. um, but I probably put scarf on there. Uh, offensive line, this is tricky. So we know that this. We know four of the five starters. Yep, Ronnie Stanley's on the team. Mark uh, Matt is on the team. Marshall Yanda and Orlando Brown. Okay, we can probably agree. Obviously, Ben Powers is going to be on the team. Yes, James Hurst uh, is going to be on the team. James Hurst is going to be on the team. That's now you're six. Up to, you're up to six. I think that Bradley Bozeman is on the team. Agreed. That's seven. Now you have Illuminor, Greg okay. Sanat. Yep.
0: And Patrick McCurry. And
1: Patrick McCurry. Correct. I have, of those three, only Patrick McCurry on the team.
0: And I have only Jermaine Illuminor on the team. Okay. Another disagreement. Yes. Well, didn't you just say that you kept Seth Roberts because he's listed as a starter on the death chart? it's true yeah I'm looking at the depth chart right now Jermaine Illuminor is listed as the starting left guard
1: (laughs) (laughs) that is true here's my thing this is why I keep Macari over Illuminor I think it's just the upside Illuminor's been in this this system on the scene for three years now they cut him last year at the end of camp Mm -hmm. you know what you have in Jermaine Illuminor right I mean are there any more questions that need to be answered if he doesn't win the starting left guard job which he could but if he doesn't to me I would rather keep Makari and develop him a little bit more as a backup. Because really, you're, you're good at backup center and guard, because you have Bozeman who can back up center and guard. You have uh, Ben Powers who can back up or be the starting guard. James Hurst is your guard slash tackle. Right. So I think I the part of the reason I kept
0: Jermaine Illuminor is he does have the ability to play tackle. I and think Makari does too. Yeah, but
1: Illuminor's done it. I probably would prefer to see a Luminor out there at tackle. But if James Hurst isn't a starting left guard, then he is your natural backup at both right and left tackle. Right, but he could be a starter there. He could be. Yeah, he, he could be your starter. Um, Yeah, I, I
0: think the other thing with Makari, you could get him on the practice squad, I think. Like, is there... He went undrafted. Yes. Three months ago. You could probably get him on your practice squad.
1: But sometimes people are looking for that young offensive line. Like, the league is barren of... Offensive linemen. There, people are looking for O linemen. Yeah, and if according to PFF, mccari has been one of the best rookie pass blockers in the league mm-hmm. in the preseason. So if other teams are seeing that, they might be willing to take a shot on him. Uh, more likely than Jermaine Illuminar, let's mm-hmm. say. If if the Ravens were to release Jermaine Illuminar, he might sit out there. And if you really need to bring him back, you could sign him back. That's what they did last year. Yeah. Well, he was. He went on the practice squad. You're right. right so. What's preventing him from doing this, a similar move that, this year?
0: I I get it. I just Makari. Uh, I was just looking it up. You say he has the ability to play tackle, but he's a he's a small tackle. He's three hundred pounds. I mean, he's uh, Jermaine Illumar is three hundred thirty oh, pounds. A, he's a
1: big dude. Jermaine Lumbers. Geno-
0: and that's part of the benefit of him. He's he's, yeah. he's he's got the size to be stout there in the middle. And then if you were to put him out there at tackle, uh, he's a big boy. So yeah. Macari is. It, it, I mean, if you were going to put Macari at tackle that is a that's I mean, a big adjustment
1: yeah i mean sanat i'd like to have him as a backup tackle but he's been injured i i like greg sanat he looks great um i i kind of i just see him on the practice squad probably yeah i yeah. agree with that the other one and on they off- could call him up if there is an injury a tackle and they have Hurst as the tackle and then and sanat becomes your backup
0: yeah i i just think that you could probably get Makari on your practice squad at this point Maybe. So, so maybe you put McCari on the practice squad
1: and is are on your 53.
0: Yeah, um, The other one on offense, and this is an offense defense, I have Patrick Ricard.
1: Yeah, yeah, I have Patrick Ricard. He's essentially your fourth tight end slash fullback, fullback slash defensive lineman. Yeah. So sure, if you want to count him on offense, yes, I have Ricard on the team. Uh, all right, secondary. Jimmy Smith, Brandon Carr, Marlon Humphrey. I think they're all shoo Yes. Yes. Um, Tony Jefferson is on. I have Earl Thomas, obviously, on. Deshaun Elliott on. Anthony Everett on anthony levine on uh i have chuck clark on i don't think he's a shoe in but i think i think he's pretty close to it mm-hmm. i have brendan trowick off i also have brendan trowick off that's a tricky one the right, the right I, I, if- I, sorry let me finish who i have on justin bethel on cyrus jones on yeah i think that's everybody yep
0: and i have cyrus jones also on as your starting punt returner, yes, and I think that is a big reason why he's going to be on the team. But he's That's also why I
1: didn't keep Tyler Irvin on,
0: yeah, uh, who's running back. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think the the ability as a special teamer as a punt returner really I think is going to be get Cyrus on the team. But he looks like he may end up playing some some defense too, based mm-hmm. on the injuries there. Now, one the, thing the interesting thing is Tavon. Yeah, I have Tavon Young off. The Ravens have not set... you have him won. I'm thinking about. Putting him on, so so. Here's the thing with Tavon Young, and this is—he'd
1: only be on for a day.
0: Well, he, yeah, we. This is where we get into the weeds and the nitty gritty of roster rules. Tavon Young is dealing with an injury. Um, the Ravens have not said definitively if he's going to miss the entire season, if he's going to have surgery. I guess he, that would cost him the entire season. And so, if you're going to put if if he is going to play potentially at any point this season, they could put him on injured reserve, and then he re, he could return after eight weeks. If that's going to happen, he has to be on the fifty three through
1: the weekend. Here's an interesting question that I just thought of. Does Justin Bethel count against the compensatory pick formula if he doesn't make the team originally? If he gets cut and re-signed? When did the Ravens sign him? They signed him in March. Right. Like, if Justin Bethel were the guy that you cut for a day and brought him back, does that Mm. somehow impact your compensatory pick formula? Uh, It may. Remember Justin Forsett? Justin Forsett got cut for 24 hours and brought back. I wonder whether they could do that with Bethel to get around that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. Or Tavon Young could just land on IR. I, I
0: think I'm is Marshall's going to land on IR. I think I'm Marshall. He hasn't practiced. He's not going to be healthy enough to play in the fourth preseason game. Don't know exactly what the, the extent of that is, but he hasn't been out there. So I have him landing on IR. Yeah. And I, I but so we, we both have Tavon Young off because we have him going to IR, not as a, IR with the potential to return. If if Tavon Young gets carried on the roster through the weekend, that would be an indication that he could likely be headed for that IR designated to return.
1: Oh no, sorry, I'm counting up my spots here to make sure I have this all right. right. I don't want to pull another one like our last where you fifth.
0: didn't have Jalen Ferguson on the team.
1: Well, I made a last minute decision to take McSorley off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Keep talking. I'm doing some math.
0: All right. So now I'm going to go to the defensive line. Uh I think everyone agrees. Brandon Williams and Michael Pierce are on. Chris Wormley is on. Uh, Willie Henry is on. Uh, Dalen Mack this year, late-round draft pick, I have him on. Uh, an interesting person to consider there is Zach Sealer and Gerald Willis. Gerald Willis, the undrafted defensive lineman out of Miami. A lot of people thought he could be in the mix, was kind of a mid-round draft pick projection who ends up going undrafted. Um, I do not have him on the team. I do have Zach Sealer on the
1: team. I have Zach Sealer on the team as well.
0: So you have those same six defensive linemen, Williams, Pierce, Wormley, Henry, Mac, Sealer.
1: Yes. I don't have Gerald Will I have Gerald Willis on the practice squad.
0: Now, are you done doing your math? Did yes. you add it up right?
1: No, yeah, I'm good. The, it's going to be the whole Tavon thing, but I'll get to what I think is going to happen there.
0: Okay. All right, so let's go outside linebacker. Pernell McPhee on.
1: Judon on.
0: Matthew Judon
1: on. Tim and Tyus I have on. I agree with that. Chris, and I have uh, Jalen Ferguson. Yes, and Jalen Ferguson. We don't forget him this time. Chris Board, Peanut, Kenny Young, and inside linebacker. And here's what I think is going to happen. I think they're going to sign a veteran inside linebacker that gets cut from some other team. I could see that. I mean, they just tried to do it with Paul Warlow. Exactly. I so, could also see an offense lineman. I, I think it's going to be an inside linebacker that they're going to cut, and that's going to be an addition that nobody sees on their 53-man sure. roster prediction, and that's going to be the guy who essentially takes, because I have Tavon Young on my count. I have Tavon Young included on, but I think he's going to be on for one day and then be moved to the PUP, to return.
0: Or injured reserve. Injured yeah, reserve
1: yeah. to return, sorry. And that, inside linebacker is going to take that spot. If they don't sign one, I think Otaro Alaka has a possibility of making this team. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, originally.
0: The Ravens, the Ravens just try to sign Paul Warlow. And he and walked away. And he walked away. And he's there's ve- going to be
1: some veteran inside linebackers that get cut. Right. There's already. It's already starting to happen.
0: And and I, I I would not rule out an offensive lineman either. I've been saying that for a while. I think that there's been, as John Harbaugh said yep. today that the left guard position is not decided yet.
1: Yeah. So if there's a it's good very left guard, open, he said.
0: I mean, remember a couple of years ago they signed Vlad Dukas, and yep. he ended up starting like 15 games that season. Yep. So there could be an offensive lineman who's not on the team right now. I agree. And if that were to be the case, you could end up parting ways with a Jermaine Illuminar or Patrick McCarry.
1: Yeah. Like and, any, and I think if, if, yes, I agree, if they go with the inside linebacker, that takes that spot of a Trawick, who we are having a tough times with, because I think that guy would be at a special teams player as well.
0: So do you have Justin Bethel on or off? I have him on. So the differences here are I have Illuminar, you have McCarry. I have um, Trace McSorley, and you have Tavon Young.
1: Yes, I have Tavon Young, but that spot—that's a placeholder for somebody else,
0: right? But the, the reason you have Tavon Young on is because you believe that he could be
1: put on IR, designated to return. Exactly. Yeah, and that the, that spot's going to be filled by a linebacker, right. or yeah, either Otara Alaka, somebody they sign, or possibly it could be an offensive lineman. Though if they think if they trade for an offensive lineman, I think he probably takes that McCary slash Illuminar spot. Mm-hmm.
0: I think I'd say that we. I think that there's going to be someone on the fifty three. Going into Miami have. on week one, who's not on the team right now.
1: Well then you're with me. Oh yeah, and who are our specialists? Good one, huh? Yes, it's so funny.
0: You're hilarious. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh that's our fifty three man roster prediction. You know, we haven't done our predictions for the season, like who's yeah. which are always so off they're terrible last mm-hmm. year. We went back bad, uh, particularly remember, bad.
0: remember when you said that Alex Collins was going to be a thousand yard rusher
1: why are you laughing? <laughs> I guess he wasn't <laughs> even close um, uh, so but we probably won't have time to do that next week because we're going to have Lamar Jackson baby, action Jackson's coming on the pod for next week big teaser, he told me he Can can't wait sound effects. Sam, <laughs> hit me with something push a button, any button <laughs> Yes! <laughs> yes.
0: Um He told me he can't wait to do it.
1: Seri- and he was serious.
0: Yeah, maybe he's just being a nice guy, but he seems serious. I
1: like it. I'll take it. I, I'm yeah, not gonna argue. I'm pretty excited. But anyway, so that doesn't leave us enough time to do our predictions.
0: Maybe um, we'll maybe we'll find a way to
1: we'll slip him in there. Yeah, maybe we'll find a way. Anyway, with all that said, as always, you can reach us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. Keep those good questions coming and audio submissions because we got some more t-shirts to give out
0: oh, yeah and if you're one of the people whose audio question we played today expect an email from ryan because he's he's responsible for contacting people wow. to let people know wow. that you've won the t-shirt just saying i did it on air so I, I don't
1: have to go back i it, huh? did it
0: for the first round but now you have to start pulling your weight on this podcast and start emailing people getting getting addresses, and sending those things out
1: tisha and christopher you're not both getting one all right <laughs> you're sharing one okay just to let you know <laughs> um, so anyway thanks for listening and we'll be back to you next week